up, everybody, and welcome back to the Anything Better podcast. This is episode 54, part two. That's right. Yeah, so now it's 55 because I'm going to show it over two weeks. So I got to give you the greatest 55s of all time, Paul, of all time. Okay. Number one, Junior Seau, the great charger. Rest uh, his soul. Yeah, rest his soul, former New England Patriot. Oral Hershiser, Paul. You want to talk about a guy who didn't fold under pressure. You want that guy on the hump. Uh, Dikembe Mutombo, Paul. Get that shit out of here. And the and the uh, the last one is the great Willie McGinnis, who still looks like he could play today. That's yeah. it. I was in Pittsburgh last week. By the way, thanks. So, dude, so many Anything Better fans came out to see me at the Improv, so thank you for that. Dude, how great uh, is the city of fucking Pittsburgh? In my top five, one of the most underrated and underappreciated. Pittsburgh is like the, the, the veteran, the coming home veteran of city. No, they, they get comeback player of the year dude, of, of this century, dude. I, I've been going there for 20 years. 20 years ago, that place was like depressing, and all you could see was, man, they used to make shit here. And now it's a thriving metropolis. It's, yeah. uh, but they kept all the good shit. A lot of the good shit. Anyway, a lot of the uh, the food spots and all that. I'm talking like I grew up there, but I'm just saying they had, there was a real. What I like about that place is there's still like uh, Pittsburgh people there. They didn't get. They didn't seem like they they all got squeezed out. Watch all the emails I get. Oh, actually, no, dude. I I just uh, knocked down Paramis and put a fucking <laughs> whatever that fucking place is called. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh So, um. Uh, Bar- Bartnick and I went to this place that Guy Fieri had on diners, drive-ins, and Fieri. dives. Guy Fieri did on diners, dive, uh, diners, drive-ins, and dives. And we went in there, and Bartnick told me it was a really good breakfast spot. And it was, but dude, I saw fucking mooses in there, dude. I, I and then dude, I, I fucked up on you on Uber. I called Uber and I got Uber Comfort, but it didn't say new car, more legroom. So this guy shows up in a fucking like a Kia caravan and dude, he was so fucking fat, dude. He goes, oh, you don't need your mask, right? He goes, well, you don't need your mask. The mandate got lifted. So, you know, everyone takes the mask off. We're just sitting there. It smelled so fucking disgusting. And this guy's fuck, dude, I could smell this guy's fat. I put it back on. And I was trying to smell my own fucking breath in the mask to get rid of it. I was so fucking nauseous. And I'm looking at Bartnick. Oh, and you're and in a van, so the windows don't go down? And Bartnick doesn't fucking smell. I go, I go, Joe, Joe, you got and Bartnick, you know, Bartnick just had that smile. Bartnick's like, yeah, I didn't think I'd take the mask off. And I'm going, dude, hey, I- Paul, Paul, it's Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah, baby, we're gonna drink tonight. That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, he goes, yeah, we don't give a fuck, dude, dude, dude. We don't give a fuck here. <laughs> right? So, uh, well, so, we only got one show tonight. Yeah, we're gonna fucking yeah. <laughs> dude, you want to get like a pop after the show? It's Pittsburgh. We're not like those other pops that he gets mad. Then he gets mad. He goes, yeah, we're not like those other fucking bitchy cities. He gets, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dude, I get okay. So I get in a Tesla. I get in a Tesla Uber. This guy was so cool. He was so deep. I want to say he was a um, middle-aged. I would say middle-aged um, 
African American man. I don't, you don't even know what to say anymore. But someone's gonna be like, but he was like a middle aged dude, and he had this plexiglass up. I didn't know if it was just because he was so private or whatever. So anyway, you are you me. saying a person of color can't be private? <laughs> so no, I I was talking like COVID shit, right? Because he had like the I know, plexiglass I'm just being an asshole. Oh, okay, so so you know me. I don't like to do it. I try stopping talking to all the drivers because I'm too nice and I get in too deep. I even talk about it on my special. I'll fucking talk to a guy about his kids for fucking 45 minutes. Just my, drives my wife nuts. So I'm trying to buy a new car after probably a year and I want to go electric. So, you know me, I go, hey, buddy, I go, you like this Tesla, man? I go, the fuck, I like the white leather, you know, because he had like white leather. So I go, Dude, I like the, I like the inside. He goes, yeah, man, it's like, it's really, really nice, really fast. And he's like, I didn't even get the duel. I just got the single and watch this. And he starts going fast. And for some reason, by the time he gets me to my hotel, we start talking about everything in this, everything that's happened is meant, was, was meant to happen destiny wise, this guy, right? This guy was really educated, super smart guy. And he just goes, he goes, I got one for you. Since you want to go there, I got one for you. He goes, I believe that people like Elon Musk were meant to be put here for times that they're needed here. And he goes, and my theory is, and this is going to what you said about an asteroid bill. He goes, my theory is something will kind of go towards earth. Something will threaten earth and guys like Elon Musk and other people are going to figure out ways to go there and get to space. And the whole point of all this thing will be to kind of do that and stuff. He goes, and then he just goes, Hey man, I know it's a crazy thing, but, and he was like super nice, but it just made me think of like, holy shit. Like there's a real big fucking drop off from Elon Musk to us, but then us below us, dude, me and you were us three are geniuses compared to here. And we're the dumbest people on earth compared to Elon Musk would look at us. Like we're, we have the mentality of a fucking dog. Like, like, <laughs> like yeah. we're, yeah, he would look at us. So it's pretty amazing that that guy is fucking going to colonize Mars or that's his plan. And there's actually. Yeah, that's a, not going to happen, Paul. I know, but he's trying to he's like actually trying to figure out ways that it could, which is crazy. Why would you do that? Well, his his mentality is why if overpopulation, fucking self-destruction, all that shit start over on another planet. With no atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, I don't fucking know why. I don't know. That, I I mean, listen, dude, that's fucking past my... At that my point, head. if you could fucking create a phony atmosphere there, why wouldn't you just do it here and close the fucking bubble and not let anybody in and then just watch us all die like you're on the Truman Show? Yeah, but then all of a sudden we're going to keep fucking and making babies. Ah, I'm a fucking human too! Let me in! Guys out there going, what the fuck? <laughs> Pissing yeah. on it. Dude, this is why, you know what? Smear your shit on the bubble. Smear your shit on the bubble. Smear your shit on the bubble. Like, that's what we would do. Guys getting hammered, putting their ass cheeks on it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Mushing their dicks up against. Um, Dude, we should get a fucking blowtorch, right? Oh, they would have the, to start killing favorite. us. That's my favorite thing. What you just said is my favorite thing. Dumb friends sitting around getting drunk, talking about what you need to do. Yeah, no, here's what I would do. I go to fucking Russia. Okay, we're going to fucking 10 p.m. Fucking take Putin out. It's like, it's like dude. Dude, I'd you, show up. I'd be like, hey, Vladdy. Dude, get, that fucking prick wouldn't know what hit him. Okay, I fucking free everybody. <laughs> <laughs>
Vladdy. No, no, here's what you do. You go I, All you got to do, you come over there with some Tito's and soda because they love the vodka. <laughs> I don't blame We're all guilty people. of it, Paul. We're all guilty yeah. of it. Oh, dude. The I simple would... solutions. What about me earlier in this podcast? Did you make war illegal? You can't do it. There you go, Bill. All right, everybody quit the military now. Like anybody would trust anybody. Like one person would keep their guns. Wait a minute. We said time out. (laughs) You know what? You got a good heart and you wish it would be that way. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's completely unrealistic. You know what, Paul? I do have a good heart and I fucking root for people and I don't like seeing people hurting other people. I just don't. I don't mind somebody making fun of somebody. That's where I draw. I draw the line, though, of fucking going in with tanks and missiles, no matter who the fuck is doing it. How funny would it be if the next Anything Better podcast, there was just a strange family sitting behind Bill. I go, what happened? You know, I took him out of a car. I thought about what happened last time. <laughs> I put this my money funny. where my mouth is. <laughs> um, you, you have driven a Tesla, Bill? Yes, with the dual motors in the fucking ludicrous. Is it, is it the best car you've ever driven? It's the fastest car. Is it the best smooth? car? I mean, the best car, Paul. It's got to. It's got to go all the way across the board. Well, you said it's the fastest, which means it beats all the other cars you've ever driven. So that's it's the- motorcycle fast, not wow. superbike. Oh, I mean, kind of close to superbike fast. It's fucking dude. It's ridiculous. My wife put like her feet up and just went, Jesus Christ! I stepped on. No, the- dude, the whiplash. It really is like if you're a passenger in a Tesla, you literally. But um, I went to Lexus to get my car detailed because that's what I, oh, Bill, I get the, I get the car washed once a week, Bill, once a week detailed and washed. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite things that I do is watch them. It's one of my favorite things, watching all four doors open and they take the mats out and I just see vacuuming and rubbing her down. That's amazing. And you know what, Paul, you keep doing that. And one day when you're living on the ocean, the ocean will wash your car every single day as it rises up. (laughs) Do my car uh, every day. Every day, every day, wash. When I, I detailed every day, wipe it down, wipe um, it down. Got a fucking starfish so, right on the hood. You think I give a fuck? So I went to Lexus and I go, guys, are you guys? I go, I love being here. I love Lexus. I love the car. My wife's got two truck. Had two. I have one. I go anything electric. And, and I was like, because I'm not gonna lie, I'm thinking of going Tesla. And the guy goes, he goes, wait. He goes, 2023. He goes, Andrew, pull up, pull up, Lexus electric. Pull up Lexus's electric car 2023. This is my this is gonna be my new ride uh in about 12 months. I like it's that cool. Ford Lightning pickup truck. You seen that? Yes, yes, dude. That's gonna that's that's a beautiful truck. And then they did the retro one. It's the only front end I don't like on the Fords. There's two front ends I don't like. 78, 79, and then those those ones from like around 99 or 2000. Did you freeze up, Paul? Or are you saying a prayer? No, I'm here. No, I'm listening. All right, there you are. Are you were just sitting there like this with your eyes shut? <laughs> oh no, it might be me. Andrew, did he freeze up for you or no? Oh, he did. Okay. By the way, Andrew, yeah. we can finish building my little podcast studio here because uh, my internet thing is fixed. Really? Yeah. Wow. Did you get a hard really? One? No, they that? just we we finally got the you know from the house to get it out here. Well, I don't know. It's a long fucking story. It's good. 
Um, Andrew looked so excited just now. He put his hands up. Really? You know, I, 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 I spent a total of like 24 hours on the phone with Bill's internet company. And a guy came out to the house and he just looked at me. He's like, ah, there's nothing I could do here. I mean, I, it was, it was a, it was a saga. Oh, did you see a uh, metal Sopranos commercial for the Chevy Silverado first electric Chevy truck that's yeah, coming out of the super, super Bowl, dude, that one, somebody goes, Verzi, there's your big truck electric. I was like, Oh shit. Well, here's the thing. They, <laughs> yes, they're going to, uh, it. that's it. But can you get the whole car? Do you like, see what the whole thing looks like? Like oh, in, that's uh, the Lexus. That's the that's the, yeah I want to see. This, Can I yeah, see the front one. end? Now this is what yeah, they yeah. did. That was uh they didn't quite do it. Oh, what do you mean? It looks almost like the front of the, you don't like it. Yeah, you, know, you know what? I like it better. I like that they pretend that they need a vent. No, that's a Toyota there, Andrew. The the Lexus is the the one that you had before it. Let me see the let me see the. Uh... No, no, this is a Toyota. This is not the Lexus. The Lexus. Well, my thing about that is oh. the battery going to be recyclable? Because you know it's going to be due to the environment, probably worse than oil. But my thing about it is, well, at least we don't have to fuck with the Middle East and we can leave those people alone then. Yeah, go to that. Keep it that one. So that that right there is the is the front of it and stuff. I don't know about the like the the weight and all that. I like it. I like it. I think I'm, I think that that's going to be it. I think that's going to be it. I even actually think I like the silver. I think I like that color. No. Let me see the Ford Lightning. Oh, boy. Bill, I'll buy a car and a truck. Think I give, think a, I fuck? give a fuck? <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll jumpstart this economy myself. Uh, Ford Lightning? I'll tell you what I want to get, Paul. What? I want to get an F2, F250, Ford F250 Super Duty, regular cab. Have it custom painted because the F-250s don't have any good colors. It's white, black, gray, anti-matter, blue. What does regular cab mean? No two-door, no four-door? Not even an extra cab. The way a pickup used to look. Two right? seats. Bench. I'm going to have the interior yeah. taken out. I'm going to get a bench seat in there like back in the day. Yeah. With those old, uh, you know, I don't know if the two-tone looks good on the new ones, but I'm going to pick some sick-ass color from the seventies that I grew up. That's what I would like to do, Paul, but I'm a married man with two kids who likes to peace. Is that it? Ooh. That's a sharp looking truck, Paul. Dude, that's all electric. Yep. Wow. That's a, that's a dude. That looks can tow 10,000 pounds, Paul, and probably still do zero to 60 in about six seconds. Everybody in your trailer behind is going to go flying out the back door. Ask you a question. Why did it take so long for electric? I mean, Gee, Paul, it, it, why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm asking you. It's almost like the people that run shit had a vested interest in other things. First of all, Paul, a lot of people don't know this. Some people do, but some most don't. Maybe part of them don't. But maybe everybody does. Uh, <laughs> is they this had electric true. cars right in the beginning. When they were making Model T Fords, there were electric cars. And then the gas combustion and the oil guys wanted to make sure that, you know, it was like VHS versus beta back in the VCR days. They wanted to make sure that they won. So they, they made this thing showing how dangerous electricity was. And one of their things to show how dangerous it was, they're like, look how powerful it was. And they fucking wrapped a wire around this poor elephant and they electrocuted him to death. What? As, a, as the thing fucking screamed in agony. 
Jeez. Fucking terrible, dude. All right. It's solo stove, everybody. There's nothing quite like the feeling of gathering around a warm fire on a cool evening. It's actually true. Um, and a smokeless fire pit from <laughs> solo stove. <laughs> hey, dude, I, I'm a fire. We got to. We invested a lot in, in fire stuff, and I love it. And I love the solo. No, I, I'm just laughing because I really believe that. You're like, it's actually true. That came from your heart. <laughs> yeah. And a smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove makes your outdoor moments even more memorable because instead of having to constantly dodge fire camp fumes, you can sit back relaxed and actually enjoy the fire. And right now you can get a great deal on solo, on a Solo Stove fire pit. Upgrade your backyard with a Solo Stove fire pit. Solo Stove fire pits are brilliantly engineered, made with premium grade 304 stainless steel and a 360 degree a 360-degree airflow system that maximizes efficiency while minimizing smoke. Easy to light with a few bits, uh, a few bits of starter. Your fire is blazing in minutes. Perfectly portable. Take solo stove with you on camping trips and more. Shop now and get up to 30% off fire pits all month long. And use promo code Better B E T T E R at checkout and get an extra uh, $20 off plus lifetime warranty and a free uh, free 30 day returns. Just go to solostove.com and remember you get $20 off when you use promo code better. That is better B E T T E R. All right. It's helix everybody. Helix. You know, not being able to sleep because of today's politics, pandemics, maybe your love life. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. For who, Paul? For you. <laughs> Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses. They have mattresses great for cooling down if you sleep hot. Oh, you got a lot of money on the game, Paul. You're rolling around. And even a Helix Plus mattress for all you big boys. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz. You order the mattress that, that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. Paul, this is like a mail-order bride, except she it. keeps her mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com better for take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you. To a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty. And you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't like it. Jesus Christ, Paul. They don't make a hazmat suit for that, in my opinion. But you're going to love it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows. For our listeners at helixsleep.com. That's helixsleep.com. For up to $200 off and two free pillows pillows um what did you say because i was talking to that that same guy before we got to elon musk is going to save the world by destroying an asteroid we were i said to him my buddy told me about a guy and i was talking about you i said my buddy told me about a guy named stanley who did a uh, a car by, on water and they killed him is that right I don't remember, but that guy I would that told you about that shit though earlier that you know we think we're smart because we're hanging out with mouth breathing morons. That was me. That was a conversation I had with you. You don't remember that? Well, yeah, I think I do. 
You did the Louis C.K. thing. You fucking remember that joke he had? You tell the story to somebody else, and then you realize you're telling the story to the person that told it to you. <laughs> Wait, but which one was it? That was the one where I was telling you that, you know, people like, I think you were saying you were smart. I'm like, yeah, Paul, to the average guy in a food court. But they're like the people out there that actually, you know, can, can design oh, right. a fucking bridge. Just take a bridge. They can design a bridge that can hold the fucking weight so all of us mouth-breathing morons can drive over it and not fall into the fucking Hudson River. Isn't like How far down do you dig? Or the fucking people who made the uh, the Ted Williams Tunnel that for some reason wasn't wide enough because they s- s- fucking skimmed so much money out of there. The fucking... Was it significant, just, Bill? Was it a significant tunnel? Was it a significant tunnel? Yeah, I don't know. How do you put a tunnel under the water... And you're not under the water the whole time building it. And they're like, oh, no, you go down to the bedrock. How are this? There's no leaks? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I'm too I'm Yeah, but I'm not as stupid. I know what you're saying. And I know that you were, but I'm not oh, as you're stupid. Oh, you're a dummy. As, no, we're not as Just stupid like as you say. No, no, no. It's like Elon Musk here. Me and you right here. No. <laughs> and first of all, Elon Musk, I don't have him in there as an intelligent guy. What? How? I don't have him separate. Him separate. Okay, I agree with you. I don't have him separate because he craves fame, which is a weakness. Um, I mean, dude, all of those you- guys: Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, Tesla, all of those guys that they got to go on podcasts and fucking hang out and shit. There's a void. There's still a void. Yeah, but some recognition for doing some incredible shit is is not the is not horrible. You shouldn't I mean, need it, Paul. If you're a truly fully evolved human being, look, you don't we need all got to be flaws. going out to the fucking club and being behind a fucking velvet rope as a scientist and having all these young women trying to fucking you know jump on your fucking shiny face. Yeah, but dude, look at us. We run around telling fucking jokes for attention. This guy's sending somebody to fucking Mars. I mean, I'd be fucking, I'd have a jetpack on giving everybody the middle finger with my dick out if I fucking even was close Exactly. To and what does that say about your intellect? <laughs> I'm saying he's us, Paul. Because here's the thing, Paul. I would cheer you on as you did it. That's my boy with his dick out. We're going to Mars, baby. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. That's great. Paul, the truly intelligent people, I even mean criminals. You never even know who they are. Dude, Albert Einstein would have done every fucking podcast there is. Alexander Graham Bell, they they, they would. Well, he might have. He might have. He might have. I don't know. But I'll tell you this, Paul. Oh, dude, the wall, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, little light. (laughs) You'd have merch with E equals MC squared on it. Um, oh shit! No, but they, uh, Paul, the truly intelligent people, even criminals, even criminals, Paul, you never know who that. Yeah, they, they are content to not know. They have nobody know who, and they don't want credit or anything. Like, like that all of those people biggest. who sit there and they look at Al Capone, like he was just. I saw somebody do stand up say he was a criminal uh, mastermind. It's like no, they all, all the all the really smart mob guys looked at him like he was an idiot. Walking around with a canary yellow suit, talking to the press. That's how his dumbass went to jail. That yeah, the really smart some... ones 
stay quiet. Kept a low profile, Paul, and then they then they went legit. That was um, Frank Lucas. That was a true story in American Gangster. Frank Lucas showed up to the garden for that Ali fight, and he had a fur coat on, like with a matching fur hat. And the FBI agent goes, who's that guy down there? And he was the only one that they didn't have on their fucking bulletin board. And then he fucking threw the fur coat in the fire because he realized he fucked up. Like mob guys that want to And I guarantee time. you, dude, it wasn't just the fur coat. It was the way people around him were looking at him and treating yeah. him. They felt his vibe and then you're done. Yeah, it's ego for sure. It's ego for sure. I would. It I, only I would takes have... one fuck up. Dude, the really smart mobsters, dude, they ended up going legal. They basically got out of doing these scams because all of their illegal scams are legal. On You got to get on the legal side of stealing so then you don't have to stick your money in the walls anymore and drive a lesser car. They saw all the bankers driving down the street, you know, with their big fancy, guys, you know, with the big fucking ch chomping on a fucking cigar. And they had to sit there and act like they were broke so they couldn't, you know, attract attention and shit. They were like, fuck yeah. this. Like, yeah, that's you're right. Banking that's like in the is movie, just legalized yeah. loan sharking. Why don't I do that? Yeah, that was like in the movie Casino when they were all like on the bottom of that restaurant or like market in Kansas City eating meatball. You never knew who the fuck they were. Remo. Nobody yeah. knew who the fuck Remo was, but Remo was the one calling the shots. Yeah, Nobody like had... well, that Giuliani shit with the five families. All of those guys, they lived in modest house and all. You had no idea they were running the fucking city. They could sh five guys could shut the fucking city down if they wanted to. Remember Remo, uh, Bill? Remember he goes like this. He goes when Pesci was narrating, and he goes, "I mean, this fucking guy. He knew how the ball would bounce on the wood, and whose girlfriend got pregnant. And then all of a sudden, he, he walks in the door, and Remo sees Ace, and he goes, "Come here." He goes, "Oklahoma." He goes, "Nobody had Oklahoma." <laughs> he goes, and then he calls. Then he calls over Pesci, and he goes, "You see that guy? Guy's making us a lot of money." And he's going to continue to make us a lot of money. He goes, so just make sure you take care. And he goes, okay, okay. He just, he just, he just touched his hand. <laughs> Nobody had Oklahoma. Nobody had Oklahoma. Oh, it's the best. But no, dude, those guys, yeah, those guys are in a quiet little underground spot. And that, that's why they got mad at, um, that, who was the big mob guy? They got mad at because he was like, you know, flashy. And he got shot, you know? So, yeah, you can't. But, dude, listen, it's ego. It's fame. When you're in the news every day it's and you're weakness. walking. It's a weakness. It's an insecurity, you think? For me, it was, yeah. Filling a void. Fuck yeah. And then, and then you get, you know what's funny? If you keep working on yourself, you get to the other side of it, and then you don't need it. And then you can actually really have fun in this business. Because then you don't, you're not, like, chasing it or whatever. You're just doing what you want to do and having fun and helping out, you know, younger people coming up in the business. And, you know? I, you know how I, I would love to end my fucking career, Paul? I'd like to go back to Emerson College and become a teacher and teach God, like a yeah. fucking comedy class and shit like that. And just, you know, and then just tell epic. stories about shit that happened to me. Try to avoid this. Go back to Boston, get fucking season tickets for all the teams. You know, show up in my fucking Ford Lightning. I told Stacy I have a dream. I don't want to jinx it, but I, there's one venue I want to play sell it out and play it once. And then I'm going to walk away and never do it again. And I'm going to go to an ocean house in the, down by the ocean and just be a fucking a guy that's lives you would on the be ocean. a fucking legend. If you, your last gig was sold out MSG in the round that, and you, and you go, we all know what the venue is, Paul. 
fucking acting like it's some secret. What do you want to play? A Kemper Arena in Seattle? Dude, I want... <laughs> There's one... I love how you tried to be mysterious. There is one place, Bill. There's one place Dude, I well, You should do. go. You should do that. Go up to Rayos. You know, that that uh, that that place where Scorsese has a standing uh, reservation or whatever. That place it's impossible to get into. Is that what's called, Rayos? Uh, yeah. Up in Harlem. Yeah. You should eat there, and then that's it. No, I want to take a help. This is what I want to do. I want to perform a sold out uh, MSG. I, I'll, I'll tell you the venue. I can't say because I'm OCD. I want to perform a sold out venue there. Go down by the water, hop in a helicopter after the gig and the helicopter take me to my ocean house with a cigar and bottles waiting for me. And I sit there. That's that's it. And I say good riddance to the business. And that's it. Oh, Bill. Why would you say good riddance? You say thank you. Well, that's I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You Keep know, it was positive, true. Paul. Keep <laughs> All right. Here's what I would do. All right. I would fucking I would go back to Nick's Comedy Stop where I started in Boston. Ooh, that's a good one. Start stop where I started. Because that's one of the, the number one things people don't think about in this business. All they think about is making it. They don't think how to get the fuck out of it. So you're not hanging around and fucking yanking your face back and doing this shit, right? Just getting the fuck out and uh, being smart with your money. No, dude, I would, uh, in retiring... While you still have your health. Yes. You know, I went to a casino recently and there was all these old people, man. And I was looking how cool it was. These old couples that hang out with each other, drinking Rob Roy's and getting themselves a BLT, you know, that old people shit in the middle of the day. And I'm like, that's fucking great. But I, I hate that they had to get that old before they could just do that. You know, I mean, who knows? They could have been doing it for years. I have no idea. But it's like, I don't want to be that old, you know, when you, my wife, your wife are hanging out in some fucking casino or whatever. The thing is, Paul, we got to retire somewhere close to each other. Well, what I, we, you know, if the end of the movie credits of my career and your career is just us sitting down in our cigar shop in leather chairs with a game on. And here's how the movie ends. There's a game on and I go, who you got? And you go, I don't know who you got. And I go, I don't know. I'm taking the favorite. And you just go, of course you are. You've been saying that for decades. (laughs) Paul, I don't want that just to be a dream. No. Dude, that's I want that to fucking happen. I would love to have a graceful exit from this shit. You know what I mean? Because I I think what I'll probably do is just the best you can get me, because I I have to work on some level, I would be sort of semi. I'd maybe just do casino towns at that point. Um, we said something on this podcast a long time ago, by the way, how great is this episode? I mean, these lucky fucks, I know we missed one, but, but dude, listen to this. <laughs> we said a long time ago, if you could sit down and talk to anybody, who would it be athlete wise? And I figured it out. And my answer is, is I think it's perfect. And it would be Barry Sanders. And I would sit with Barry Sanders and I would go, dude, I got to tell you when you retired, everybody was like, what's he doing? The record's right in front of him. And I'll go, you know what, man? You knew that you could look at your grandkids and go, that shit doesn't, I know what I was and what I can do. I also didn't want to fucking destroy my body. I knew I wasn't going to win in that organization. And once Emmett Smith passed, I knew like that guy, Barry Sanders knows exactly what he could do. And he's just like, I'm fucking done. And for me, that is the most gangster exit ever to be literally the greatest and pretty much in his prime almost at the top of his game when he left. And he just goes, I'm not doing it. 
And, well, I got and another I one for you. Marvelous Marvin Hagler. Yeah, that's a great one. Yep. I know that Marvelous story. Marvin Hagler retired after getting, I feel, fucked on that last fight. Right? And then Sugar Ray Leonard kept fighting. And one time, you know, Marv Hagler went, just retired and went to Italy. Became a movie star over there and had fun doing that shit. And then at one point he came back. This great story. He came back for some um, boxing thing where they were recognizing legends in the sport. And Sugar Ray was there and Sugar Ray sent somebody over there. He said, Mr. Hagler, uh, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of Sugar Ray Leonard. He said, they can do, you know, Hagler Leonard part two will make millions of dollars and blah, 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 and all this type of stuff. You know, what do you say? He goes, he goes, tell Sugar Ray I said, get a life. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's, <laughs> How fucking oh my nuts is that? Dude, he's just like, I'm done and you should be done enough. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking, here's another But I understand one. why Sugar Ray kept fighting too, because like he had like, uh, like when you look at that guy's story and all of that, like, you know, I understand you know, that whole background and all the bullshit that happened to him and how he had to keep it inside and stuff. Like, he needed it. He still needed it. And uh, Hagler didn't. Another great one. Brett Favre goes to the Jets, the Vikings. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like one of the worst ones. They had to drag the guy Dude, off. The way his career ended, where he literally looked like, you know, when an old person gets clipped by a cab? And they're just laying there. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you all right? Are you all right? Just laying there. Dude, he was just throwing picks at the end, just getting it crushed. I don't give a shit. He was still slinging it like he was always a gunslinger. <laughs> Nobody yeah, would but... run left and throw it back over the middle. I mean, run right and throw it back over the middle to the left like that guy. That guy had a bunch. I think he, he held the record for most interceptions of all time. He didn't give a fuck. All right, ready? Let's do it. Worst exits ever. I got Brett Favre. I, th I think they said Willie Mays on the Mets was a brutal one. Uh, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Ray Carruth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I, I think you could chalk up Michael Jordan's ending, too, even though he was score I The last year or so in, in the Wizards, I could have done without. I, I, I don't know. What do you think? Um, he, well, I'll be honest with you. When you said worst exit, he didn't come to mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess his is not the worst because he still was actually, he still was competitive and good. Um, Brett Favre for sure was a really bad exit. Tom Brady, dude, I think he needs to just stay away maybe, but I hope because he's still at the top. So Tom Brady had a good one, which is crazy to he say. An unbelievable one. He, he retired. What are you talking about? No, I'm what, saying you know like, something. I don't know. No, I'm saying him right now staying there 44 if he just doesn't come back, which I, I don't think he would, is, is a great one. To yeah, not he, see ends, that he ends with still throwing for over 5,000 yards. The guy had MVP, no dip. MVP candidate to the last fucking year he played, and he was 44 years old. It's probably one of the, it's one of the best. Uh, you realize he won the Super Bowl every other year since 2014? It's, it's, he won 2014, 2016, 2018, 2020. This is the first was, year. This is the first, well, yeah, he, oh, the, the seasons, I mean. Well, the guy went to 10 of them out of 22 years. So the guy was literally uh, in the Super Bowl almost 50% of his career, which is. He went seven and three in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he went to 10 of them. It's like, it was like a regular, it was like a playoff weekend for him. 
It was like a fucking playoff weekend. For, it's really one of the most craziest things. Um, so I'm trying to think, was there any really bad retiring and then coming back other than boxing? Cause boxing has a lot, but no, I guess, I guess which is Favre the number one. Oh, you mean retiring, but Favre didn't retire and come back. Did he, he never? Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't know if he like retired and then went to the, no, I, don't I think know, but... the Packers wanted him to retire a Packer and he just wanted to keep playing. I don't know. There's something about those guys. It's it's unfair to me for what I do for a living that I can just keep doing it. They're like, you know, I, Paul, I got look at if you had to retire at 38 as a comedian, how bad would you be hanging on telling That's... jokes in Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> or wherever yeah. they have those basketball leagues. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. It's easy for us to say, but that's why Barry Sanders just was ahead of it, man. The guy was just fucking ahead of it. He was just like, nah, I'm not doing it. All right. Same well, Paul, you- let's get ahead of this one and fucking end this thing because I got uh, Club Soda Kenny's coming over. He's out here, man. We're going to go grab some lunch. Oh, you should have got Club Soda on the podcast. Hi, Paul. I always Hello, wanted Paul. to be it's on anything to be better. <laughs> I have to say you're looking effervescent this morning uh, i love club soda kenny if anybody um, wants to see the top uh, worst athletes uh there's an article it's called brett Favre and the 10 worst sports retirements oh <laughs> look at the, that he, he made yes. the title dude it, dude he was like gray and like, hey you know was- who dodged a bullet <laughs> dan marino dan marino for half a second entertained i believe going to the vikings and then he was like nah i don't want to do that and i think it's it, there's just something about that one uniform just makes you they can they never get you in that last uniform Derek Jeter there was a flirting thing for a second about him playing with Tampa Bay Rays and it was because he lived down there and it would have just been I mean dude oh I got one I got one I hate to say this one but I've talked about it many times Patrick Ewing wearing the Christmas red and green supersonics jersey at the garden was literally one of the most painstaking. It was, I mean, he was in, a, he was in a Orlando magic for a year and then went to the Seattle supersonics standing at the garden, looking at his number in the Raptors was one of the fucking worst thing. It hurts me to say, I'm getting sick saying it. I'll tell you old school one, seeing Johnny Unitas on the San Diego chargers with long hair. It wasn't like hippie long, but it was longer. He finally grew out the flat top. Joe Namath on the Rams. Yeah, that's just those are terrible. Yeah, those are uh, those are those are some cold cards. Was was when was Wade was Wade Boggs so beloved as a sock that it didn't matter he went to the Yankees or it did? No, but it was. I didn't. Like, it, I didn't it, no, if, if we didn't win all those World Series, I can't even believe I can say that as a Red Sox fan. But if we didn't win all those World Series, if we didn't, you know, win the way we won in 04, yeah, it would be. It would be. It would have been part of the story. It's like that. That Aaron Boone thing never really took root because you it won. wasn't around long enough. But like, I remember Dennis Leary doing jokes about that. Wade Boggs riding on a fucking police horse around Yankee Stadium, and it got huge laughs. Oh, and I did was, was doing comics come home. In the 90s. And that was getting like huge laughs and like, you know, about being a Red Sox fan. It just, it just doesn't even, those jokes don't even make sense anymore. It's crazy. Um, yeah, because you guys, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, well. <laughs> what? what? Uh, you are a Yankee fan. You just go, yeah, because you guys, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> you guys won. You guys won. You, you know, you, you won in great. You won in brutal fashion. To and me. you know what, Paul? We're never going to catch you. So who gives a shit? All right. That you got Dave, yours, that, and we have our. We got. We have our. I want us to win the, one more. So we got ten. At least we'll be in double digits. Do you want to know what the dagger was? The dagger was Dave Roberts' stolen base. That yeah. When he. Oh, Paul! He you did, don't need to tell me that, Paul. I've watched yeah, those that highlights you, enough That was time. before you. That was that was games before you won. But that that thing that happened, I go, oh boy. There's a shift. I started lying to myself after that one. No, dude. You guys were up three games to none, even though that that happened. It was still the Red Sox. I was still going like, okay, runner in scoring position. Nobody thought. Nobody thought that ball was going to go up the fucking middle. What did you do when you won? What did you? What was your reaction when you won the World Series, whether it was bigger against the Yankees? When I the won Cardinals? it? <laughs> When the Red when Sox you, won, when you guys won it for the first time in your life, like were you just like, were you like relieved? Were you like this? Like what? What was that? It was fucking awesome. I was with my agent at the time, William Morris. We were in our Upper West Side bar. I had my shit on. I'm surprised I didn't get beat up. I was walking down Central Park West, just going, woo, woo, and those New Yorkers going, shut the fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, dude, I dude, I was in. And I was uh, going World on. Series chance, baby. Nineteen eighteen. Woo! That's dude. That's the best. As much as um, I, if I, if I couldn't have been in Boston or St. Louis and actually seen it, to be in New York City, I went out to a fucking bar. There's a picture of me hammered, and I'm like, I have a drink, and I'm like, I'm like this number one thing, just fucking hammered. Fucking hammer. I just remembered. Uh, That's great. The next day, me and Bobby walked down and we went down to the Yan- New York Yankees souvenir shop. I know. I think this is after we beat you guys. No, no. It was after we won the whole thing because we're like, well, we can't go in if we lose the World Series because they'll still say 1918. We waited till we beat you guys and we went into the souvenir shop that's in Midtown with our Red Sox stuff on. It just came in with shit eating grins and just talking <laughs> to the guys. And the guy goes, whatever, man. We got we got twenty six, and and Kelly was just going like, yeah, but there's always gonna be that smudge, dude, that smudge of an asterisk that you're the only fucking team that was up three games to none and fucking blew it, dude. And I was like, all right, Bob, take it easy, take it easy, because oh, you know Bob, Bob, Bob will go hard. Oh, he goes, yeah, Bobby will go fucking hard. Yeah. Um. That's great. I remember I remember when the Giants kicked a field goal in four degree weather in the NFC championship in 07. I was at Cleveland Hilarities. I run off stage. I go, what's the score? And I just sat there and fucking audience members were watching me watch. And I was on the phone with Stacy and it was delayed. So Stacy goes, it went in. And then all of a sudden, a second later, it goes in. It was like nine degrees in Cleveland. I run out of hilarities and I just go. Yes, and these guys just go shut the fuck, get the fuck out. I was like, All right. yeah, you got to watch out. I mean, I'm surprised. I, I dude, I was by myself because my agent. Well, all right, I'll see you later. We hugged each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walked away like walking with Boston. You know their road jersey, the gray with the red Boston. Walking around, woo! <laughs> you were hammered, hammered, Paul. Oh, I was just beginning. <laughs> I remember all oh, that, yeah. and it was uh, just like, believe it or not, the Red Sox are 2004 world champions. And just uh, to hear that as opposed to, 
and the Mets win it. Oh, God, that was the call that always got. Oh, Pounding geez. ball gets behind the bag, and the Mets win it. It's just like, oh. <laughs> Oh, Jesus, dude! Uh, I, that 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 was the one, dude. Fuck Bucky Dent. The chase. I could not watch a night game. Anytime the Mets played at night, every time I saw Shea Stadium and I just saw the outside, like the outfield, I, I just it always took me back to '86. And I went to Shea Stadium one time, and I made sure it was a day game because I couldn't be there at night. That's how that's how scar, uh, sports scars I had. And I remember sitting there. With my accountant at the time, and I go, look at that right there. I was pointing to first base. I'm like, right there. That's where it happened. Right there. And that's where that fucking old lady was sitting doing this. Like I thought, like that series was so goddamn vivid. Like, I gotta be honest with you, Paul. Like, how we fucking choked in 78 was nothing like 86. We had two outs, a full fucking count. And it was like we gave up nine singles in a row. And I remember yeah. just sitting there like, like there's no fucking way. Not even they could do this. And I remember I was watching over my buddy Mitch's house, his condo, right? And we were just sitting there in just disbelief. We didn't say anything. We didn't curse or anything. And I remember I was young enough to be like, whatever, we'll get them tomorrow. We'll, you know, we'll get them game seven. And then we were up three games, three, three to nothing in game seven. And uh, we still managed to fuck that one up. And I just remember uh, that was such a shock that I remember in 1988, I finally let it out. I was working in a warehouse and I just went like, I can't fucking believe they fucking lost that. And my buddy started cracking up laughing. Going, what are you talking about? I'm like, game six. Uh, he goes, you think, you're thinking about that now? I was like, yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like, what? how the fuck do you lose that? I remember they said to Clemens one time, what's the most amazing thing you ever saw? And he said, us losing game six. Like, that was just like, it was literally, that was the only time I've ever, like, since I was a little boy, believed in ghosts. Yeah. It was like, there's literally a force that does not want us. No, when you, when you say sports scars, every single time I'm either in the garden with my kids or my son or family or when I'm there with a friend, every time we're in a tight game at the garden, my mind just goes every time. Their, their star is going to hit a three to break our hearts. And nine times, and it almost, when we win a close one, I go, I walk out of there like with this relief of like, all right, let's just get to the car. It's like, it's fucking. Yeah, it's not it, joy. It, no, it's, it's not, it's not like, yeah, I knew we were going to do it. It's like, oh my God, who's going to hit it? When Reg, look at the documentary. When Reggie hits those threes, if you look at all the Nick fans behind them, they're like, they, they, they did what you did when you went, oh my God. It's just this heart sinking. It's like a scar. It's like a mental scar. And now we're fucking in the tank again. So it, it's it's what it is. But that's a whole other fucking. Well, I, I try to tell you every year. Death, no, taxes, hope and hopeful Nick fans in November. Dude, I text you and I text talent. No, but, but last year we made last year we made the playoffs. We were the fourth seed. And then we went back to the shitter, dude. It's 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 never it, it's. Well, you're like it's like watching a battered woman woman keep going back to that same relationship. Well, what am I going to do? I fucking love him. 
Love, love get a little self-esteem, Paul, and get some self-worth. <laughs> Start rooting for these teams that are buying the title, like the no. Lakers and the fucking uh, uh, the, the Warriors. You, wouldn't you be sick if the next podcast we did, you just saw me wearing a Brooklyn Nets hat? Ugh, even the thought of it. I, As you, a f- you think, I'm not being serious. All right, Paul, Thanks. I got to get going because uh, Club right, yes, will be here. I do, I do too. I mean, my kids are fucking home. All right, guys. Uh, this has been Anything uh, Better Podcast. We will see you guys next week.